Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast. Happy Thursday to you. And it's officially the offseason for everybody in baseball. Texas Rangers finally win a World Series. How about that? Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo. We have a lot to talk about. Hello to everybody in the live chat. Hit the thumbs up on the way in and then hit it again on the way out. This is Chicago. You can vote twice. That's the way we roll. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube page. We'd appreciate that. Uh, today, we will continue our report cards. They might not be as positive as they were the last few days, and that's because the godfather, Michael Collada, has asked for some negativity in the podcast, yeah. and we will bring the negativity today if it's needed. Yes, Big of us. Absolutely. Credit to us. Credit to us. Uh, and But today is also the anniversary of... Cubs winning the World Series. We'll talk about 2016. Oh, yeah. People forget, right? Uh, and so uh, we will talk about that. Chris says, I'm crying. Not a good work day. Chris, the good news is we may grade you in the live YouTube chat today, possibly at the end. Also, so this could be a five-star day this. for you. I always say this. The good news is we will all die someday, too. Okay. So if you're having right. a bad work day, just yeah, well, remember. Right. You know? Start off the negativity right away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, no, but you mentioned the the Rangers finally winning a yeah, World Series. Yeah, you they, believe they it? Were the, they were the oldest team without a World Series, right? Because the, the yeah. Guardians have the longest drought, but they've at least won. More one. than 50 years they've been playing yeah. in Arlington. Do you know who the Couldn't two win. oldest franchises now that have never won a World Series? Colorado Rockies. Milwaukee no. Brewers. Milwaukee Brewers. I guess the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, Brewers are definitely one. Well, I, just, I knew that would did, make The Rockets well. have to be getting Did up we mention there. the Milwaukee Brewers? They're actually... The yeah, Seattle Mariners? Not even clo- uh, Mariners are a little closer, but not them either. They put a graphic up on it on Fox last night. Uh, Padres. Uh, it, yeah, Padres. Padres, yeah. Padres. Did we mention the Brewers? Yeah, I think we mentioned are the Brewers. Are you sure? Yeah. The Milwaukee Brewers? They've never won. Drought, they've, they've never, never won. won one? No, no, mm-hmm. no. Milwaukee Brewers? Okay. Yeah. Well, technically, technically the franchise, because they were the Seattle Pilots when they first... Yeah, whatever. Don't let the facts get away from the story. But... Becky says yeah. I'm an awesome person, all caps. Why is Becky always, give, she always gives you the Well, she's, she's trying to confirm that she's going to get a five-star review. And more and more oh. each day I'm thinking she's probably a five-star member of the chat. <laughs> uh, she is here every day. I got to give her credit. Credit to her. Attendance. Always attendance. attendance. Is ma- it does matter. Especially, like, I think attendance during the month of October when the Cubs aren't in the playoffs, if you're still here, it matters. So, like... Omar, I see him in the chat every day, the entire month of October and into November. You know, it, it does matter for uh, 
you know, that five star rating. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Yeah, we know we know Cleveland's still on there. Of course, they're yeah they did change their nickname, Ron. Um, but yeah, beating beating them seven years ago obviously changed our lives. I'm sure there are a lot of happy Rangers. Fans. I'm actually happy for Rangers fans out there. I didn't need to see Arizona win again. No, no offense to our friends at PHNX. I'm glad there's a different champion. More importantly, I'm I'm glad that spending money was the final way that the champion won. So that maybe. Uh, as we head to the GM meetings here pretty soon, and then the, the winter meetings pretty soon, um, that Tom Ricketts, Jed Hoyer, Carter Hawkins and company look at it and say, hey, maybe spending big bucks isn't such a bad idea after all. Mm-hmm. Didn't work right away, but it worked. Yeah. It yeah. did work. Yeah. I, I, you know what? The, the, you, we always say you can't buy championships, but paying money for good players is going to help. Corey Seager was unreal. Yeah, Corey that Seager World was unreal. Series. And the postseason. Awesome. Marcus Simeon played every single game for the Rangers this year. Yeah, I, former I believe, White right? Sox, by the way. Yeah, yeah. so Sox like player. the two, two of the guys credit they to them for letting spent them go. a lot of money credit on. To them. Two and they traded ago. Dane Duddy, too. Two of the, guy, the two guys they spent the most money call. on two off-seasons ago were major contributors to their World Series run. Like that's, that's just an example of like, yeah, maybe spending all the money in the world, like the Mets or the Padres, might not get you anywhere. But also not spending money won't either, you know. Like, like you, they have to, you have to spend money the right way, smart investments, all that. What, what did Jed Hoyer call it last year? Like intelligent spending. Intelligent spending. Right? Like you have to do it. You have to make the right decisions. You can't make mistakes when you give out those big contracts. But like, especially if you're a team with the resources like the Cubs, you have to take some risks on, on contracts like that. You know, they Jason Hayward's still their biggest contract, and even then, like that was still a pretty big signing for them. Um, but they haven't obviously had a bigger one since and now they're in a position where hey a team just won the world series with two major additions a couple of years ago and you know different trade deadline and acquisitions and stuff too. you know and um, someone in the chat mentions Degrom. i mean he yeah got hurt early and yeah yeah you know That's, it didn't matter they won the world series without him but you know he was he was the top arm that. on the market last and they went season. out and traded for scherzer who yeah. you know he also had his, his injuries in that during his rangers tenure yeah. quick rangers and, tenure but and also like Yes, I'm. What you said related to the Rangers winning because in because they spent money, they also developed well. Like to me, yeah. to me, you got to do both. You really do got to do both. You can't just you can't be like the Mets and the Padres who threw stupid money at, at teams, and you and you can't act like the Oakland A's. You know what I mean? And I'm, the Diamondbacks. And didn't you don't act have like to the be Oakland the Royals. A's, yeah, you know what I mean. Like the Diamondbacks were what twenty first in payroll, but they the thing is is that they way overperformed their not only their projection uh, and expectations but like they had so many dudes that I don't think anyone expected to be that big of an impact on their roster I mean like what what happened for them this year is it's almost like even though they didn't win the World Series it's like the best consolation prize you can ever get in my opinion like again they, they overachieved Mm-hmm. Yeah, they way overachieved. They feel like the 2015 Cubs only they got to the World Series yeah, a they, little bit. Yeah. They have to. They well, have they, to. Like, they have just a lot of good young players now if they decide to spend money mm-hmm. and just add to that, right? Like, they don't have, they're don't they not going to be the ones that spend Steve Cohen money or whatever, but, like, yeah. they have a very solid young core who's going to be locked up for a while. If they go out and spend some money and, and add uh, some established players to that team, 
you might see them be a very competitive ball club for a while in the, in the national yeah, league. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, Jordan Lawler is going to be a guy for them next year. He was the, one of the top prospects in all of baseball this year uh, that, you know, got a late call up. He got called up a few weeks before Pete Armstrong for the Cubs. But, um, you know, we saw him at Wrigley for a little bit. They they kind of just threw him in there. And, you know, eventually the, the major league level had caught up to him and he just didn't perform well for them. But they're still – obviously they're going to be high on him going into next year. And I, I think he's going to get a full opportunity. So – you add that type of talent to that lineup mm-hmm. and defensively to what they already have, and if yeah, and like you said, if they do spend some money at, at a at a starter or at a starter, yeah, they could they could be a scary team. I don't know if they can win the division. I don't know if that matters, but they can they can certainly be in that wild card race next year. So I I, I don't think what the Diamondbacks did is any kind of fluke. Uh, it's more of like. I'm kind of afraid of what they're going to be next year if they do actually spend money. Well, the Rangers didn't win their division. They won the World Series, right? And and you mentioned adding pitchers, and I know like people in the chat don't want to hear too much about Texas, but it can be a blueprint for the Cubs moving forward. A lot of these teams can. Mm-hmm. First of all, look at – don't let injuries be the excuse for you not having a good season. The Rangers built so much depth with all that money and all that developing, and then big moves down the stretch, Scherzer, that it didn't matter that they lost Jacob deGrom, this big money free agent, right at the beginning of the season. It didn't matter necessarily to the Phillies that Reese Hoskins, one of their best players, was out all year. So I I don't want to hear the Cubs say, well, injuries derail us with the bullpen, right? Like, we got a lot of that. Well, the bullpen was really banged up. Yeah, you have to build so much depth that you don't need it. Here's what was said about, you know, Cody was saying of the moves that were missed by the Cubs, right? You were saying Nathan Uvalde. Oh, yeah. Five postseason wins, okay? He has a two-year deal, and now now he ties a major league postseason record with five wins in one postseason. You know what he, they were saying? This is, this is from an, an article on The Athletic in December last year, and it's about the Rangers getting free agent pitcher Nathan Uvalde two years, $34 million. Now, that's not an insane contract, okay? No. That, that's the type of contract that, boy, the Cubs better add at least somebody like that this offseason. Go find yourself this year's Nathan Uvalde. They tried on some guys that were going to grade later in other positions on the field that didn't work. This one obviously worked. They described him on The Athletic as a 32-year-old right-hander, had a 3.16, and they go through the thing, and they're like, yeah, but injuries have been his problems. And they ultimately describe him as, yeah, Uvalde was the best free agent left on the market, and Texas swooped in and added more depth. He was a depth piece, and he just won you the World Series. He won you five postseason games, and in the offseason, almost a year ago today, the Athletic was describing this guy as, eh, he's banged up, he's got some injuries, he's a depth piece. I haven't forgot what he did with the Red Sox in 18. Yeah. When no. they, when they well, signed, now you look at was, him and you he say he's a, a big name, he's a big game pitcher. He was a guy that I wanted. I, you'd have to go back and look at the find the exact audio what day, but I remember when we talked about certain pitchers that the Cubs could sign, Evaldi was a guy that I was high right. on. But he was... But just like other free agents this offseason, while we look at the free agent market and you say, okay, 
maybe the perfect guy's not out there. Mm-hmm. You don't know enough about Yamamoto. You don't know enough about this guy. He still had flaws. He yeah. had he had the injury check mark next to him where it was like, well, this guy's not super durable. How much are you going to give him? If he if he didn't have flaws, they wouldn't have been able to get him for two years and thirty four million dollars. So Jed needs to find those players this offseason. Who's the guy that you can buy at the right mm-hmm. price? I don't care if they want to go break the bank, that too. But this guy was thought as a depth piece, and he turned out to be potentially one of their three MVPs of the whole postseason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this. you know, The Rangers, even going into this year, when we didn't really believe that they were even playoff contenders, you looked at their roster and you're like, well, there's definitely some star talent there. They could certainly be in the playoff race. They they had yeah. they obviously had higher expectations uh, than the Cubs. So what I think perhaps the reason that Evaldi went there was because he he you know he liked that roster that they had mm-hmm. built up. And right. I'm not necessarily like yelling at the Cubs about oh, you chose Tyone over Rivaldi. All I'm saying is, is that you could have got exactly the, you could have got the exact same type of production, basically. Like, Rivaldi and Tyone, like, they've, they've been middle of the rotation starters for their, their entire career. But Rivaldi has unreal playoff experience and success. Pelts on the wall. Right. Like, to me... Right now, yes, it looks it looks like a massive miss by the Cubs. I still believe Tyone can be better, and I said that when we graded Tyone, and maybe it works out for the Cubs in the long run anyway. But in the short term right now, it's like considering, and especially considering the fact that they have all these young pitchers coming up, like a Cade Horton, like a Ben Brown, like Jordan Wicks, you could have got a guy on a two-year deal instead of a four-year deal, and you wouldn't be going in this offseason with a rotation that's actually full right now, but it's still not good enough to make you feel like this is a rotation that can take you to the World Series, right? And so to me right now in this moment, that's what bothers me the most about this scenario that we're in, right? you know? Well, they the, the year before, the Rangers spent on Simeon, Seager, and I think it was Gray. Oh, yeah, John like Gray. Fi- like yeah. $500 million. It didn't work out. They were not a good team. No, right. And we, a lot of people laughed at him, including me, laughed at him for spending the money. Mm-hmm. But how did they fix it? They went out and they signed DeGrom, the biggest name on there, because they were like, okay, it was the pitching. It wasn't really the hitting that failed. It was the pitching. They went out and they spent on DeGrom. They added Uvalde, and then they traded for Scherzer. They added all three pitchers in one year. Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting the Cubs need to do that, but make Tyone your depth guy. Just like they made major Uvalde signing. their mm-hmm. Don't make him the major signing. Mm-hmm. Hope that he develops into the major signing. You can't go into it and say, well, if this guy could be our ace, he's kind of been up and down throughout his career. We see that potential. He's got to be the depth guy that then surprises you and is like, wow, look what we got. Jameson Tyone just won us four postseason games, and we didn't spend – top money on him you still have to go get the top money guy yeah and add him to steal now, I, I don't know somebody said Snell I saw the the uh sports that Sports Illustrated had an interesting thing talking about the Padres having to you know they they took out this loan from the bank 50 million dollar <laughs> loan from the bank just to just to make their payments this offseason because money's kind of well everybody knows money's kind of weird right now so 
they took out a $50 million loan, and obviously it sounds like they're going to have to shed some payroll this offseason to, to figure things out. Mm-hmm. So that's where we've heard the Juan Soto thing. Sports Illustrated suggested, well, what if a guy like Michael Waka becomes available now? Wouldn't the Cubs be it? And they had the Cubs as one of the teams that would be interested in that trade. Is Waka a guy that would help fix that depth to the Cubs? How, how, much, would, how much would adding Waka help? Like, what if you could add Waka in a trade and sign Yamamoto? Now you've added two guys to the list, and you're mm-hmm. like, okay. Because we, we still don't know. We're still waiting for the answer from the Cubs to say, okay, mm-hmm. Marcus Stroman is picking up his option. Okay, we've reached a deal and reworked things with Kyle Hendricks. Which, as far as the options go, will come by Monday, the next few days, uh, by November 6th or whatever, because five days after the World Series. So that's the next big answer for the Cubs. But So I ask you, is is Waka a trade that you would pursue if you were the Cubs? I... We're we're assuming that he's going to be part of the Juan Soto trade, Um, or just separately. Or separate. I I mean, I don't know how it would work, but... I'm looking at his numbers from this year. He was solid. Uh, you know, he he was kind of had some down years uh, after he left St. Louis. wasn't very good with the Mets. wasn't good with well, he was, yeah, he wasn't very good with Tampa Bay either. And then with Boston, eh. Uh, but he he had a much better year this year with the Padres, uh, 3.22 ERA. Um, but his expected ERA was 4.30, um, FIP 3.89. Sounds like a depth guy you're talking 8. about. Yeah. <laughs> 8.31. A veteran depth guy. Strikeouts per nine. 134 innings. So he, he still, he pitched in 24 starts too. So like there, he went, he, you know, he sounds like he consistently kept you in games. Uh, 2.6 F4. I mean, yeah, he, he sounds like a depth piece. Like, yeah, it would, it would make sense for someone yeah. like him. And I don't know his contract situation, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's kind of a weird one. There's a four-year, twenty-six million dollar that. So three three years left on it. However much that is, um, he's got club options for the next two seasons. But um, if the if the club options are declined, then he starts getting player options. It's it's a com- kind of confusing and just like looking at think, it. I like think the it, first time. I think I heard something like different, but they have he has to they have to decide on the team options. And if they don't, then then the player options kick in. Yeah. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, teams must decide on twenty four and twenty five together. Sixteen million dollar club options yeah. prior to twenty twenty four, at the club. So that's like in the next few days. Yeah. If the club options are declined, the three cyber player options become available for six and a half million in twenty four, six million in twenty five, and six million in twenty six. So it's like they would. I mean, yeah, they would have to decide on it yeah. now He's would you rather be... would you rather march out waka for a few starts you know half a half a season worth of starts instead of drew smiley this year well you're not gonna have to march out drew smiley next year right i'm just saying like from this past <laughs> even, season would you rather even if marcus stroman opts out and you don't for whatever reason then you don't get something done with kyle Hendricks, they still wouldn't have to march drew smiley out there would you rather have that than killian marching out there yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. Well, you're that's all, what I'm saying. That's the type of. But you're also like yeah, you're also I, mentioning I a scenario saying. that it won't happen next year unless there's massive injuries. No, but I get what he's saying as far but as as far as depth, as though. As depth sure, yeah, building up pitching depth because we saw 
we saw Caleb Killian have to pitch for the Cubs at what once or twice once, this year. Once or twice, yeah. Like we we saw a scenario where it happened this year because they didn't have the depth. Right, and we they thought right. and we thought they That's did. Fair. Right, I, like I misunderstood what you said. This okay. this time last year we were like, ah, they got Samson. They they and they got yeah, some. Then we were like going through the list of guys were that could make starts, and then all of a sudden the season started. It was like, hey, uh, can Killian come up and do a start even though he's not pitching well? Yeah. Well, I also think. You, like you say how you said that, but we, I, I believe, or I believe that we would see Jordan Wicks earlier. Um, and I, you know, if Ben Brown doesn't have that injury, maybe we would have seen him earlier too. We didn't even see him at all. Yeah. So I, you know, as, as far as like how the depth was going into this year, I, I think there was good reason for more optimism, but obviously things didn't play out the way that we had hoped. So, and, and Samson getting hurt too was a bummer because he, he was at least at, a solid guy that they had the year before. But, yes, to bring it back around, Waka, at least he has, what, he's been in the league since 2013. So he's got 10 years of experience on him. He's been on good teams, big of me to say, considering he played for the Cardinals. He, he's been on good teams that have had success. He knows he's been – like, so he's, he knows how to win. He knows what it's like to be on winning teams. He probably brings some, like, veteran sort of, you know, not necessarily leadership, but – you know, a veteran presence that you need on a on a young team, um, and again, you he would be a nice depth piece if you sustain an injury or something like that. Yeah. Yes. So, but going into twenty twenty four, would he be okay with you know being a bullpen guy? Because right now, like the, with the way the things look, if you if you did make that trade and say Marcus Stroman opts in. Like, I don't see a spot for him in the rotation. That's the thing. And and he doesn't make the rotation significantly better. So, like, again, good depth piece. I just don't know how you use him. It's it's funny because in that same athletic article, it was talking about how Uvalde was signed. And this might mean that they just go with a six-man rotation because they got too many arms. And it was, it was the same type of conversation, right? Like, it doesn't – I don't know how this guy's going to yeah. fit in, where these guys all fit in. He's a nice depth piece. And then all of a sudden, Degrom can't go, yeah. and then they get hit with another injury. It's like, now's well, your guy. Now you have guys with proven major league success yeah. that can go out there. And yes, maybe the maybe the minor league guys come up and have great success, but let's not bank on it, right? Yeah. Right. Let, yeah. Let's have some of those that's guys true. that. And that's why I didn't hate if we grade Smiley today. That's why I didn't hate when the Cubs signed Drew Smiley because he is that type of guy. He's had. Yeah. Yeah. Some success in the major yeah. leagues. When it's also you can't you can't bank on health either. I mean, like True. to look at you know when we first launched, right? We were talking about Wade Miley's going to be, you know, the, the Cubs weren't going to have like a great rotation, but Miley is going to be one of their hopefully reliable starters, right? And he, and he was hurt. Did it, yeah, he, he was hurt. To, he didn't. Yeah, he started the the season on the IL. I don't even remember when he came back, but he he hardly pitched throughout the year. Yeah. Um, so you can't really even make know if he made five starts health. that season. He definitely made five starts, but he I, definitely didn't make ten. <laughs> I don't actually. I don't know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like that was a guy that spring training. We're sitting here saying, oh, like he's going to be yeah. in the rotation all year. Maybe one of their top three starters, whatever. Maybe they're number three. And he wasn't healthy all year. So, I, you, I mean, I, I get where – obviously, I get where you're coming from, but I get where Luke's coming from, too, in that you can't just bank on – like, Ben Brown was hurt, but he also, like, had his struggles Struggled in, in, in the second half. Yeah. Like, so, like – You still don't really know exactly yeah. how Kate Horton will develop. Same with Kate Horton. Year. Like, Or if Wicks will uh, come back and do it again, yeah, right? Can, because can we, we could be guy, right? <laughs> yeah, can Wicks yeah. – he, he could be so – But that's what Keegan I'm saying. Thompson the next year. So that's you what I'm saying. They're young guys. You have no idea – and yeah, now that 
the longer they pitch, the more data is going to be out there that teams right. can figure out how to attack those guys or just, you know, figure out how those guys try to attack them. So it's like, yes, you'd love if those young guys, you know, cheaper, cost-controlled, year-controlled, uh, can they come up and just and help anchor the back end of your rotation or whatever or your pitching depth? Yeah, it'd be great, but, I mean, we see it doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. So maybe having a guy that has had a couple – he had a, a lot better year this year than he did the year before, but, like, who's come off – like you said, he came off a few bad years when he left St. Louis, had a really good year or a really solid year with uh, the Padres – is that a guy that you're you're not adding him to be your number one, but you're at maybe adding him to be like your your three or four, right? Like yeah. so, I don't know. Like I think I, yeah. to it, get it, me up for it, I'd look forward to the Michael Walker revenge games against St. Louis. I just <laughs> that's I, what I would get up for. And I'm not I'm not saying mm-hmm. just yeah. add major league guys to add major league guys. I'm not suggesting you do the pitching version of Hosmer, Mancini, and no. <laughs> Rivas. You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> No, I Barnhart. Yeah, yeah. I, no, but I, I do, I do get the whole. And this is, uh, it goes back to what everyone says though. You can never have enough pitching, and we've yeah. seen that literally play out the last two seasons since we launched. It's true. You mm-hmm. can, the Cubs have never have, I, have have never truly had enough pitching because I, the depth issues have seemed to come back to bite them. Right. At least multi, like you know a few times throughout both seasons where they just did, the depth did not. The depth that they may have thought they had did not work out. So, right. yeah, you can never have enough I mean, pitching. Obviously, I will assume that Walker would be part of the Juan Soto trade, in which the Cubs will obviously have to send some sort of arm with, say, a Christopher Morrell. You know, like, and if, and whoever they send, that probably opens up the spot for Walker, whether it's the rotation or whether it's in the bullpen. So it's hard it right now in this moment it's hard for me to piece on how he would fit on the team mm-hmm. but that's Jed's job. Yeah, that's Jed's job. <laughs> and theoretically like that's you know I would assume the Padres are going to want a young pitcher or something some someone young to go with Christopher Morel if again if that mm-hmm. trade scenario works out and you know obviously Christopher Morel is the one who makes the most sense that would go in the trade for Juan Soto. So all right. Well, anyways, it's it's fun to think about. We'll spend an entire off season and winter talking about more of it, uh, but we'll start to get those feelers. Like Ryan said, once we find out option stuff coming up in the next week, and then the general manager meetings, then the winter meetings, which we're kind of hoping we might be going to in Nashville. People are saying. People yes. are saying. There's rumors. <laughs> uh, saying. But look we are going to talk, despite uh, what Michael Collada says. Don't look back. Um, living in the past is for cowards and losers. Mike Ditka once said that. Uh, however, said that? but we always look back at 2016, and we always will, oh, even yeah. if that makes me a coward and a loser. I'll be a loser once a day. <laughs> yes, that's right. For the rest of my life, if, if that celebrated every me. year, this, it, it should come around like your birthday. The Cubs won the World Series it, on this day. It like changed my life in some aspects. Yeah, right. Like, didn't you wake up the next day and just feel completely different about was, how you looked at life? Was the sky bluer, the trees yeah. greener, <laughs> the oh grass is greener? Yeah. There you go. Uh, and on top of it, it was just one of the greatest baseball games you've ever watched. Well, it might be it the greatest a- baseball game ever played. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Just in terms of like what was on the line and how the game actually played out. Like it was it was almost it almost felt like it was scripted. Can't have mm-hmm. too much of the 2016 World Series champion Cubs. Can't have <clears throat> too much hero bread. 
See how I did that? Ooh. <clears throat> Even with a frog in the throat. Big of you. Uh, you know, why did I start using Hero Bread? I'll be honest with you. I'm not a carb counter. You know, some people are carb counters, and that could be a reason that you want to do it because low net carbs. <clears throat> but they have everything. They've got hot dog buns. They've got tortillas. Uh, they've got sliced bread. I did it because they brought some into the office, and all of a sudden I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. This stuff is light and fluffy and has a great flavor to it. This is, forget all the other benefits you get with this stuff. This bread is good. And who doesn't like good bread? It's like one of the great things in life. You find a piece of good bread. You're, you're, you talk about winning the World Series, made your day. You walk around, and you're like, wow, that was a good bun on that burger. Or that was a good tortilla I just had, a real fluffy tortilla. Or that sliced bread, what was that? That's the kind of thing that changes my day. You want to pick up my spirits? Give me a good piece of bread. <laughs> or give me one that's got, uh, you know, more protein in it. Low net carbs. They've got all of that. So it's got everything. It's got the taste, the texture, high fiber, ultra low net carbs. Did I mention that? Yeah, and zero grams of sugar per slice of bread. Plus, use our discount code for the first purchase of Hero Bread. CHGO is the discount code. They'll give you 10% off at hero.co. Not com, hero.co. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O. Sliced breads, buns, and tortillas. Available on Hero.co and on Amazon, too, by the way. Right now, Hero Bread offering CHGO family 10% off that first order. Just go to Hero.co, use the code CHGO to save on your Hero Bread today. That's Hero.co to save 10% today. Listen, there's nothing better to do than eat bread and feel some new carpet under your feet in your house. Or maybe, as I've been trying to tell Cody, maybe, maybe it's new vinyl, you know, laminate flooring. Something nice, you know, durable. Uh, the best thing about Empire today is, for uh, as a kid, I loved the jingles, 588-2300. But Empire. they make, yeah, they make searching for floors today. simple. It's a, it's a curated product selection. So their philosophy is, you know, what they leave out of their selection is just as important as what they put in it. They take all the crap out, okay? They take all the garbage out. Nobody wants to buy a cheap carpet and find out, oh, I spent all this money and this carpet is garbage. So <laughs> Empire eliminates all that stuff. So you're only looking through the good stuff. The good deals, the good stuff, you're not getting bad flooring. Nobody wants to buy uh, vinyl flooring and find out, well, everything wore off and now it just looks like a plane. Empire gets, they, they take the garbage, they shove it aside, they don't even put it in your selection. And then they have the virtual floor design guys that you can go into the, one of those virtual things and it's a picture that you just snap a picture and instantly you can see how the new floors are going to look in your room, in your house, in your apartment. Shopping for floors at big box stores can be frustrating. You might walk in there and all of a sudden you're talking to a guy who was a plumber the other day and now all of a sudden he's selling flooring. Well, now flooring at Empire is all they do. You're not, you're not going to run into a plumber there. You're running into flooring experts. They live and breathe flooring so you can be confident you're getting honest, upfront advice and by the way they service their own warranties if there's an issue arising just call empire and they service the warranties themselves you don't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number so schedule a free in-home estimate today all listeners can receive stunning wait for it 350 bucks off a 350 dollars discount just by using the promo code c h g o free money 
$350 off. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for all the details. Uh, Barb says... Oh, Barb. Which we are live. She asked earlier. We never we told are. her. We are live. She says they'll, the Cubs will trade Morrell like Cody wants, and he'll hit more home runs than Soto, and Cody will say, why did they trade him? If there's any yelling of, of, from <laughs> me related to a Juan Soto trade, like in the future, like in hindsight... It's going to be because the Cubs don't find a way to pay Juan Soto after ne- right. after the one year. Yeah, I will not. I, I promise you, Godmother, I will not be complaining about Christopher Morrell potentially hitting more <laughs> home runs than Juan, Juan Soto. The only way that I would be complaining is if Juan Soto would just completely like forgets how to hit. That and then and forever. Re- yeah, like in yeah. which I or he know, turns into uh, Tatis, just right. a, like a it, turd it, burger. He would have to. He would have to have a Cody Bellinger like downturn. Like he did before yeah. he came to the Cubs, like he, it, in which then it's like it's still hard for me to even be ye- to yell at the Cubs about it because it's like you traded for a generational talent yeah. Yeah. who had multiple years of playing uh, at an elite level. Whatever the Cubs, I would just blame the Cubs for ruining him. That that I wouldn't even bl- complain about the trade. I'm very much on board for a Juan Soto yeah. trade, and if it doesn't work out. The only way that I would yell about the actual trade in hindsight is if they don't extend him after they get him. The, uh, it, the Juan Soto thing, if, if it doesn't work out because all of a sudden he forgets how to play baseball or he becomes injury prone, <laughs> like, okay, yeah, is that a possibility with sure. any contract? Yes, that could, that yes. could be Otani, okay, too. Yeah. But the only thing I want to know about any of these big-name m- money guys, whether it's Yamamoto, if you can find out, whether it's Otani, if you can find out, whether it's Soto, if you can find out what's in here. Talk to the Ooh. right people. Find out what's inside their chest. I want to know, after I give them the bag of cash, <laughs> after I give them their bag, are they going to play just as hard to try and win the World Series for me? That's all you want to know. Yeah, like, are they well, going to give me off-season workouts that are worthy of the big bag of cash I just yeah. gave them? I think one example of that was like Bryce Harper, right? When he signed was thirteen year thirteen year yeah. contract and no opt outs, right? Like yeah. that. So like that was just he wanted proof, to be there. Yeah, proof in the pudding that he wanted to be there. He wanted to win there, and he you know whatever it was raising his family there, whatever it was, like he had no intentions of leaving, just because you know he got the money he did. He, he had no intentions of leaving and trying to cash in somewhere else, or you know hitting the open market and trying to. Like, he was fine with what he got, and he wanted to be there long term and, and win. Um, I think that, like, those are like uh, those are the kind of guys you want, right? The guys yeah. that 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 show, not just talk about it, but based on the things they do. I, I, I'm not saying that the guys have to settle for, or like every guy should sign a, a long term deal, no opt out, so they can't cash in again, right? Like, like that doesn't help the overall player market and and MLB players and their finances and 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 contracts and stuff like that. That doesn't that doesn't always help. But if you have a superstar who is making a ton of money on the contract they're signing and shows you that he wants to be there like that. Yeah. That's the, those are the kind of guys you want. Not those don't, those don't have to be the only guys you get. Right. But those are definitely the kind of guys you want. Yeah. Find, find out what Yohan Mankata is like before you give him the money. Yeah. Avoid your Mankatas in free agency. Mm-hmm. Find out what's inside before you give him the bag of cash. That's probably the best thing any team can do in an off season. It's not about being afraid to spend money. Just do your research. Find out what these guys are like. Find out what people who like them say about them and find out what people who don't like them mm. say about them. And then you decide who's right about the whole thing. 
Barb says, yes, Soda will be a rental and Cody will punch the wall. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's also saying that uh, Ian Happ's a better is a better uh, defensive player than Juan Soto. Well, yeah, but Juan Soto is like 100 times better as a hitter than Ian Happ is. So yeah. <clears throat> that's why he's going to get paid. So 2016, let's do the Super Chats uh, real quick first. Checking in, fellas. Fernando, 499. Happy Cubs 2016 day. So Padres having financial problems, I heard. Who can we get from them? Go Cubs. Well, that's hmm. what we're talking about. We're just so Soto and Waka. <laughs> you read uh, our minds. Ricky. Ricky De Ho. I can't say your last name, bro. Hoyos. Hoyos. Thank you. De Hoyos. Uh, can't wait to see what happens now that the season is over. As always, credit to Cody for being Cody. Thank you, Ricky. Big of me. Credit you couldn't me. say Hoyos? Okay, first off, <laughs> the, the as, some, as someone silent. with a unique last name, I get anxiety about potentially saying someone's right. last name wrong because I hate it when people say my last name wrong right. because I, li- I grew up in an, an area where no one knew how to say my last name because my last name wasn't fucking Smith or something Wait, basic. how did they say your last name? I'm not going to say him live on. on Nobody says I, I can tell you after. Right? I'm not going to say him here, though. All right. Uh, that's fine. Right. Never. It's like when people drop the T on my name and it's, it's mm-hmm. frustrating. Yeah. Accidentally, I'm just trying to have oh, some. I'm trying to show respect yeah. oh. to Suck our right, guy right. Ricky. That's not nice. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to show you some respect. The, tea, the, you know? the like, tea I, is I, not I, silent in my name. I just don't want to mess it up. It's not that I can't do it. I just don't want to mess okay. it up. Wait, no, I, I that I don't know. I, I, he, I got off tangent because he. <laughs> who called you puke Suckmeyer? <laughs> oh, I had a kid. I had a kid in high school that called me puke stuck on my tire. <laughs> yeah, uh, puke stuck on my tire. That's so dumb. Okay. okay. Sorry. My high school basketball team called tangent. me puke for no, no reason whatsoever. Me, me, Thank me. you, Ricky, for the super chat. Yeah. Both of you. Both of you for yeah. the super chat. Right. Thank, Thank you, you so Fernando. T is not silent. <laughs> 2016. So we we did mention the game. Like I to me, you're right though. This should be a day. This should be New Year's Day, Christmas as you celebrate Christmas, right? Uh mm. What else? Fourth of July, Independence Day is a good one. Cubs World Series Day. What? Why can't we celebrate that every year? I'm not. I know. I understand what Mike Ditka was saying when he said, uh, "You know, living in the past is for cowards and losers." Sure, you don't want to just keep talking about the past like the '85 Bears, because by the way, it's about time you start putting a real team on the field. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is only seven years, guy. I'm going to still be celebrating it at 15 years. I'm just hoping there's a second championship in there. I don't want to wait 100 years. You got Sox fans that are looking back now and going, oh, we we passed the five-year mark. We passed the 10-year mark. We're not even to the 10-year mark on the Cubs. Would I like to see them in the World Series more often? Would I have liked it? Obviously, the stunning thing is that it didn't continue a little bit longer than it did. Doesn't make what happened any less... Yeah. Special. Like, if, if the Rangers don't win again, I, Rangers fans are still going to remember 2023. Yeah, I'm, I mentioned on the show, I wrote in the column I started on allcashow.com. Is that up now? It's up there, oh, yeah. Oh, beautiful. Uh, I mentioned in, like, the third graph that, you know, what, the Braves, Orioles, Brewers, and the Dodgers all won their division. They were, you know, favorites to, you know, be in World Series this year. And they didn't even get to the championship series. Right. The 2016 Cubs were the best team in baseball mm-hmm. all season. Had multiple weeks to just rest guys in September that year. And then won the World Series. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, that team was just so... I, I can't put into words other than just say that it was they were special. Just 
everything like the stars aligned like that maybe that's the only other way you can explain it. like the stars aligned they just played their best baseball that they possibly could at the right time and obviously they had some over like some performance from guys that you, you didn't necessarily expect like for instance David Ross had his best offensive season arguably of his career that year his last season right uh you know did anyone think Chris Bryant was going to win MVP in year two after winning the rookie of the year? Like, I thought he was going to be productive, but I didn't know if he was going to win MVP. You thought you had a really good duo of him and Rizzo. You, you, you signed Ben Zobras, who had just won the World Series the year before. Is he going to continue that pace uh, on the Cubs now with all these expectations? He did. Uh, and then, you know, like they had, they signed Jason Hayward. His defense was a massive a massive addition to them. Obviously the offense never showed up, but like Mm -hmm. they had all these expectations, all these things that just had to go correct for them to win the world series that year. And it, and it happened. And so when people talk about, Oh, we didn't end up being a dynasty. We should have won more or whatever. Well, it's at least we're not sitting here. Like for for honestly, like the Dodgers. Okay. They won the Mickey mouse one in 2020 that no one gives a shit about. Congratulations. You've won the division. What? 10 straight years. Your competitive team year in and year out. Yeah. I'd love, I want the Cubs to be that. I want them to be a competitive team and be in like be in the playoffs every single year, but they, they don't win in October on a consistent basis. You'd rather have the Cubs world series than their world series. Yes. 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 (laughs) And I, and and, and as much as I want, as much as I want the, as much as I want the Cubs to be in the playoffs every year and competitive and just churning out the way, like do things the way the Dodgers do again, I do want that, but I also want a, a deep playoff runs year in and year out. And like, the Dodgers, it's almost like every year they get in October and they just flop. They 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 either get to the World Series and lose, or they maybe get to the championship series and then lose. This year they didn't even do that. They got swept by a team twenty first in payroll, aka the Diamondbacks. Like it's and they were like again, it's it's hard to use them as an example because the way they do things, I want the Cubs to be that. But at the same time, the point of this particular conversation is the Cubs won the World Series after a 108-year drought. It's hard to win, man. How did it change your life? You said earlier it changed. <laughs> the Cubs winning the World Series changed your life, the way you look at things. How did that game change your life? Well, first off, it was like the first time a team of mine had actually won the championship. Like, I don't like to claim the Jordan Bulls because I was so young. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, when the Cubs, like, I think in a way that it changed my life is because I had been following, like, the rebuild that led up to it and and just just absolutely obsessed with whatever was going on with the organization at that time and still today, obviously. Sure. Um, <laughs> but watching how it, like, how it <coughs> blossomed into a championship, I don't know, I just woke up the next day and I just felt like, I can believe in anything now. Like I can, I can believe that the 2022 Cubs can win 85 games, like I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was a dumb take, and it was one of the dumbest like things I've ever said in front of a microphone that was in a recording camera. But you know what? Like it gave me a, the 2016 Cubs just gave me more delusional hope, more delusional hope than I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> that that that's that's what they did, and uh, 
I don't know. I'd rather, as much as it always ends in pain for a lot of things, not just baseball or Cubs, but a lot of things in my life, as much as it normally always ends in disappointment or pain or whatever, I don't know. I'd rather have hope than just always be pessimistic and dead inside. I'd rather have hope and then be dead inside later. If the Cubs can win, why can't I? Yeah. Right? <clears throat> they gave that's me confidence. I can go talk like, to that man, one girl. That can you know? happen. Now anything that's, can happen. That's a motto. That's, that's something to live by right there. <clears throat> Cubs Definitely. can win. Why not me? The old Derrick Rose. Why not me? Why not me? The oh, Cubs won. I love I'll that. Just, I'm curious for you, Ryan. What was, what was the experience like as a Cubs fan? Because at that point, you're not hardcore into being in the press box and all that sure. stuff, right? So, like, you're more of a fan perspective. You're watching it. Yeah. And what, what's it like? I mean, it was different. Uh, you know, I was I was going to school in Missouri, so like I was oh boy. in Cardinals country, and you know, there's a bunch of Royals fans, but I was in Cardinals country, right? Personally, and, I wish I would have. I would have been. I wish I would have been in Missouri for that. Uh, but no, like in uh, <laughs> I would have been unsufferable. Living in unsufferable. my fraternity house at the time, I think I don't know, ten. I mean, it was like sixty plus <laughs> guys living in the same house. Maybe ten of us or so, twelve, fifteen were Cubs fans. Um, and just took over. It was one of those where, like, had the Cubs not legitimately been, like, World Series favorites, honestly, at that point, I don't know that they would have let it. Like, we took over the TV room. Like, every game yeah. was watched in that TV room, every postseason game, whatever. And I don't think the Cardinals fans would have allowed that had it not been legit. But, like, they, they, they got through the NLDS, the NLCS, and all of a sudden it's the World Series. And it's just like, and you know, then this is Cardinals fans also – sitting in there watching games seeing like can the cubs actually do this i don't know it was it was just, it was like um it was a different experience for me being in like <laughs> surrounded by cardinals fans but also like having that little tight-knit group of guys watching the cubs seeing if right. the cubs can win the world series and i mean yeah i guess for me it was like I, 2003 i was seven I just turned seven like I don't I don't even remember it right to be honest like and now and like even in 2016 I I couldn't have told you what 2003 was like I just don't remember it 2008 I was still pretty young but like that was kind of like uh oh they that was I guess a Cubs heartbreak at one point um it was yeah they were the best team in baseball and yeah. got swept by Dodgers in 2008 yeah yeah but I um I'm, that was my first irrational shall like, we not angry. forget yeah. yeah so but it wasn't yeah. like you know, like my dad went through 84. He wasn't old enough for 69, but he like eight, he had 84. He had 03. Um, obviously, 08. Like just every year that. Uh, a lifetime I, of uh, failure. Yeah. At yeah. that point, a, a pretty solid lifetime of failure being a Cubs fan. So like uh, it was a little different for me just being as young as I was that like I hadn't gone through all that. But it was still like knowing the history of the organization and the history of the decades and generations of fans waiting to see it and some never getting to see it right like that i don't know that all played into it and i i think from anyone that was i was what 20 21 years old to however old people were getting to see it at the same time it was like this a same similar feeling of like holy Holy shit, they actually did it yeah right and and game 7 and the way they have to come back from down 3-1 no matter if the Cubs won the next five World Series, none of them would ever be 2016. Doesn't mean it wouldn't, like, we're not striving to see it or enjoy it or it wouldn't be just as much fun. None of them would be 2016 because it's 
108 years and they're playing a team that hadn't won it in 60 plus years and they have to come back from 3-1 and the team ties it and it goes to extra innings and it rains and all everything that played into it right Mm -hmm. it was the perfect team the perfect manager the perfect players at the perfect time everything was great about it yeah so we'll never recreate that it's just like when I when I watch the Bulls now I know that we will never no matter how great the Bulls get again they will never recreate the Jordan era. No. It's, it's, not, it's not going to happen. But the closest thing we've ever had to feeling like the Jordan era since the Jordan era is the Cubs winning the World Series. Yeah. Now, White Sox fans might say 2005. No, no, no. <laughs> One single team. This was an entire country. Not a country. We got people around the world yeah. that Universe. are just locked in. People going to cemeteries to put to watch the games on on televisions with their dead relatives like nothing will ever people go into the cemeteries to put the radio on i started the pursuit of a career going into college just to see the cubs in the world series someday however that might be like yeah that's weird like i get it i was an idiot I, would, I, yeah. I feel fortunate and lucky, but in, in reality, as a game plan, I wouldn't suggest that to anybody going into school right now. Like, hey, you should build your career around trying to be there when the Cubs win the World Series. Like, that's just sort of dumb Yeah, because <laughs> you might wait 108 years and never have a job. Yeah, I also think uh, kind of what Cody said is just going through that whole, what was it, four years of rebuilding or yeah. three years of rebuilding. I know, like, they, they were a tough time. That, that, that adds to it, too, though. The, the yeah. pain before, the the, yeah. the immediate pain right before. Well, because it was like they had the 07 and 08 teams. Like, 07 wasn't, like, a great team, but they won the division. You know, they ended up getting swept anyway in the playoffs. And then 08, you had the best team in the National League, and they get swept. So then you had, like, 2009, 2010. Like, those just years mediocre. were just, like, yeah. Like I think people had hopes because some of those guys were still around, but they ended up not doing anything. And then it got to what 2011. Then then Theo comes in, right? Was it after 2011 when Theo comes in? Yeah. Um, and he basically straight up says like, you know, we're we're gonna tear it all down. Like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit the reset button and, Hope you and like try losing. to build this thing back up. But at least at Go least ahead. he was like at least it was like an, an open, transparent message about what they were gonna do. And like it it, and it was new. Yeah. It was new for my whole lifetime. Yes. It was the first time somebody said, we're not going to put a Band-Aid and sign so-and-so, yeah. an average player, and tell you, we've got a shot. Yeah, right. Like it wasn't I got a-, a plan. This is the plan. It- Suck it up. We're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't every single year they signed some random free agent or bring in a couple guys, and they're like, hey, we, we have World Series expectations. Like It it was very clear that they didn't. And, and so that's why I guess, like not that it was easy to stomach losing, but it was like, Okay, like they, like no one was expecting the World Series going in. Whatever, like let's let's see how yeah. this prospect they just well, drafted. Let's see how all this stuff goes, and you sit through that for what three years yeah. until you finally get to like towards the end of fourteen, and okay, like you're seeing some signs, and then you get to fifteen, and obviously they go on their run, and then sixteen is the World Series. So it's like you, you, you. If you were paying attention, you sat through that that rebuild, hoping and praying, obviously that the the end game was going to be what 2016 brought and when it finally did uh, maybe i don't know maybe it felt like even more validation for what as i guess as a fan you decided to go through right yeah well yeah and what i was going to add to this, this how the rebuild was i mean cardinals won the world series in 2011 i was fucking miserable on top of the cubs like starting this rebuild and then they were good for a couple more years after that they went back to the world series in 2013 
I, I had to I had to deal with a lot of slander, a lot of slander, and like I I I don't do it anymore because like I. I feel like if I got to get my two cents out there before I can't say anything at all. But in college, I, I was the quiet guy when it came to chirping to Cardinal fans until after they won the World Series mm-hmm. because they still have won a World Series more recently. Then so, you were unbearable. The then I was unbearable. The entire year after the Cubs won the World Series, it was I was the most insufferable Cubs fan probably on this planet. I, I There are probably others, but like I would like to rank myself. I, I put that on my tombstone whenever I'm dead. All... <laughs> All I'm saying is, like, part of the rebuild was so tough because your rival team was doing well on top of just, like, will they actually build something to work and get it to work? Because it was a a very slow process. You had to sit through it for three years. I mean, I remember... Before it started really clicking. I remember sitting in my internship in the summer of 2014 and just going absolutely bonkers because Javier Baez hit a home run in Colorado <laughs> in like September in a season where it didn't matter. But like I had read up on Javier Baez for a year, like for a few years, and everyone was saying this guy's going to be the next, you know, whoever. And I obviously had been following Chris Bryant and 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 Anthony Rizzo and all the all these dudes during that time, and for it to play out the way that it did going into 2015 and through that season and then all the way to the World Series in 16 it's like we all, we say it all the time like that was some like one of the luckiest things that it could mm-hmm. that can ever happen so that's why we say in present day about you can't rely on the prospects you can't rely on this you can't you 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 got to you got to you know bring in a guy like Juan Soto you can't hold on to whoever because you because of this a lot of people who think the other way it's like they think what happened in that era the golden era can just happen again right and it's like games change the way that it happened was so unreal and like it was like the cosmos lining at the same time the rules have changed the game has changed money has changed everything's changed exactly but i'm just adding on to the or emphasizing just how like completely asinine that all of it happened the way that it did. Like it, it truly is in some ways, if you really dig into it and think about it and see how, see some of the moves that they made that got them there, it's unbelievable. No one thought Jake Arrieta was going to be a Cy Young. You know what I mean? But he was. But he was. Like, that's another thing. The Cubs need to find their next Jake Arrieta. They, got, they need to make a random-ass trade that no one talks about or gives a shit about and and, th- and that person turns into a, an all-star player. They need to find their Adolis Garcia. That's that, what they need to do. <laughs> that is an interesting thought, and it will be a podcast next week that I've already thought about Ooh. a little bit. That's a, okay. That's a teaser. By the way, so we're never going to recreate 2016 and winning the World Series, right? Like that, that feeling. But the closest thing to it would be using Circus Sportsbook. <laughs> that, right well, now, that's fair. <laughs> the best way to do it, Circus. Yeah. Best way to do it, to get that feeling, is through winning all your money. Mm-hmm. Paying money your on rent, Circa. Pay, paying your rent through all the money you make through Circa, yes. Because tight, if tight money line splits, one of the best things about Circa. <laughs> Games will strive to be a minus 110 split on the Circa Sports menu, unlike other sports books, which may use minus 115 or minus 120. Circa Sports keeps as little money as possible on large market bets, uh, especially compared to other 
books. Circus Sports does not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit winning players. They do, they do encourage bettors to download and explore other sports betting apps available, but it is something that they strive to have is, 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 is not taking away from people who are really good at sports betting, which in my personal opinion, opinion, sports betting truly is a skill. It's not just something that is all based on luck. There is some luck involved, but I do feel like it is truly is a skill. Um, and then finally, the, the, the best thing, arguably at least, because all three of these things that I'm mentioning are huge on why they're so great. The customer service, it's top notch, all right? There are real people behind Circus Sports brand who resolve issues in a timeline fashion, unlike other books who use chat bots. No one likes chat bots. Absolutely not. No bots. All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circus Sports book at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Download the Circus Sports Illinois app at circusports.com slash Illinois-app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER, text GAMB to 833-234, or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Uh, by the way, while you're at it, get fitted out with the best sports gear around, hoodie, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between, maybe a nice warm hoodie Ooh. for the winter that's coming up. I saw uh, our guy, Mike, uh, Mike Dubs, got the... The overalls. Oh, yeah. yeah. From Foco. Our friends at Foco, that's the place. They've got the Aloha shirts, the polos, the bags, set decorations right here. It's where you can get your West Nesky bobblehead right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Check out Foco.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Oh, look at the slides. Huh? They have the Crocs, too. Oh, the Croc-like slides like that. You're gonna to want to go to Cubs Con. Ooh, with something. Probably agrees with me. There's some there's some Christmas PJs. decorations. Uh, holiday PJs. Up. Holiday, holiday PJs. PJs. I wonder if the match warmer. Oh, warm slippers. Yeah. yeah. I I threatened to come I in. I really in want that match warmer. Oh, gloves. <laughs> Mainly to put on the set. Cubs gloves. <laughs> there's no neon Cubs slides. See, those are for when yeah. you go away somewhere warm. Maybe you go to the beach this winter. Can you scroll back to the top there, real quick, Sarah? Like that is that like a Chicago flags with a. Like those overalls at the top, this is a right Chicago, oh, flag. Chicago, Chicago flag, flag yeah. overall. But it has, but it has a Cubs logo on it. Yeah, too. yeah, oh, they have the stars on. Cool. I kind of wow. like that. Yeah, cool. I kind of like that. Yep. We I need to get them. one of those here. Like we have like just the regular Cubs one here, but like I'm kind of digging these to wear at a Cubs con this year. Nice bib overalls. Well, I mean, you could use those for shoveling. You could use those for sledding. You could use those just for everyday wear. I could just wear them to bed. Spicing things up. I could wear them on set. <laughs> Spicing things up at home a little bit. The cubby overalls. Uh, go on a date. Yeah, go on I'm a sure date. the girl will think I'm normal completely. Yeah. Cody shows up, blind date, cubby overalls, <laughs> nothing else. I'm just letting her know immediately <laughs> that I'm some psycho. That's it. Okay. Uh, some that, psycho that, fan. That's, that's a good way All to right. do it. Let's do our super chat real quick because we only got like three minutes to do our three grades that we have to do. So these are going to be fast grades today. Uh, that's fine. Super chat from Chris. I know that Morell has tons of interest, but do you think there's any way to send somebody else or do, do you think he's going to be a big piece of a trade? Yeah, obviously. Th- but you might end up dealing another guy that's – Cubs players he's just an obvious guy because we see that the Cubs aren't sure where to play him but I'm not uh, not positive that other teams are sure where to play him either so it's just sometimes it might be too obvious so I'm not 100% sure that Christopher Morrell's 
not going to be back with the Cubs next year because they do value uh, what he does. Right. Chris, you know what? Let's give him his five-star review. Remember okay. the chat. Yeah. Chris is here every day. So he fits the attendance. He fits the super chats. He ag- agrees with me occasionally. That's another one. I think he agrees with me too sometimes. Agrees yeah, with you sometimes. He, he has some funny comments. He does. Everything we want in a chat member. Chris is now our fourth member of the Five Star Club. Five Star Club. Congratulations, Chris. Chris, congratulations. Let us know. Now, your we should probably get the, like a. Of the rating. We could maybe get a $50 super chat for saying that, but that's another yeah, story. Uh, so let's grade real quickly. Okay. Trey Mancini and Drew Smiley. Who do you want to do first? Because uh, <laughs> the Godfather Michael Collado wanted a little negativity, and he's not even here today. He, I haven't seen him in the chat. He was at there all. earlier. Oh, he was. Yeah. We're going to celebrate 2016, but we're going to finish with a little bitterness. <laughs> Where is Collado? Trey Mancini. I gave him an F plus. Why did I give him an F plus? <laughs> well, look at his numbers: two thirty four, four home runs, twenty eight RBI, and that's what you got for seven million dollars. The positive he news: he wasn't a turd. Yeah. And the Cubs That's were willing fair. to make him walk away for the right price. So it, it's not going to hurt them long term. They missed. They swung and they missed. It was a mistake. I didn't think it was a horrible signing when they signed him. I thought it was okay. I didn't either. And most of all, it failed. They cut bait when they did, needed to. They overplayed him. But they finally cut bait. And most of all, at least he wasn't a turd. At least he wasn't in your yeah. clubhouse being a, a complete boob. Yeah, so in that way, I give him the plus. So he was closer to it. You gave he him was, a plus because he, he was wasn't closer like to a, a passing okay. grade than he was, you know, a full failure. <laughs> I, I I'll agree with that. Like, having been around him in the clubhouse, talking to him, we you know he came on, um, did an interview with him down in spring training when he first got there. Um, he was he's a good guy. He, he's a guy came that off has as someone like that. Yeah, he had great perspective. Obviously, going through uh, different things that he had gone through in his life and um, able yeah. to you know reach out to guys across the league that are going through similar stuff and, and give advice or just, I think his perspective, like that kind of stuff changes perspective a lot. And so he had a, uh, he, he, just, he was just a really good guy to be around. That said, it was not a great season for him. I think it, even Didn't slightly. He ended he, up with the Reds and then released by the yeah. Reds too. Didn't, I don't know if he ever made, did he make it up to the Reds at all? I, I just know that they, they had they, picked they, him up and then they yeah. eventually they just, I want to no. say for the entire year he had the lowest F four for any Cubs player. He was a minus like zero point eight or something like that. I thought he, so. That's why you went F straight yeah, F. I mean, Can't even was, give him the good guy plus. So he oh. <laughs> so he's a negative negative point eight WAR. All right, we gotta go. Um, Sarah's, Sarah's giving us the wrap. All right, seventy four WRC. It just wasn't great. Yeah, he, 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 the offense never came around. His defense wasn't yeah. good. He had His the defense one, cost him games. He had the exactly. one game where he had the go ahead hit in St. Louis. Yes, that mm. I had said earlier in the in our uh, Discord that like, hey, like this might be a situation where Trey Mancini might be good. Big Comes up you. big. I look like a genius. Humble of you. Um, that was your favorite us. part of the Trey Mancini era. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Besides him being nice guy, being, but being nice I guy. It just it was. I mean, they paid him. They're paying him again next year, I believe. Uh, they to are. Not be on the team. Yeah, um, he just, it was a signing that a lot of people wanted, just didn't work out at all. And he, you know, they, they released him when they needed to. Maybe they could have done it earlier, but um, it just, he got more run. He deserved more run than a guy like Eric Hosmer, yeah. who was on a one year vet minimum. They gave Mancini a two year, $14 million deal. I, I was honestly surprised when they cut bait. Um, but At I the was, time, I was a little bit surprised. Too, I, I so. was surprised just like based off how the organization wise. works. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, seven I, million in twenty twenty four. By the way, right. for Mancini. So I, for me, you know, I can't. 
My favorite part of the Trey Mancini era was the friends we made along the way. Thank That's you. what I got for you. Good yeah, news just, is we're all going to die someday. So yeah. there, there's, there's your uh, bad grade, Kawada. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll like, save, we'll save Smiley for Monday. Okay, yeah. big of so, us, big, big tease. of us. You got, we got, we gave everyone two teases going into next. That's week. That's right, a lot of teases for next week. Uh, Corey and Brendan coming up on tomorrow. tomorrow's show. It comes up live at one twenty. The show's not actually live, but it posts at one twenty. Post at one twenty. Arbass, why they don't come on live? It's because they don't have time to come on at live at the time that it goes live, which is at one twenty. That's right, because they have other jobs. Yeah. And they probably don't want to deal with some people in the chat. No, I, I didn't say that. I'm joking. Uh, uh, well, you said it. You I did. did. All right. It. Have a great weekend. Uh, you all have to work on getting your five-star grades. Chris, up. enjoy your five-star weekend. <laughs> Hope you uh, you certainly earned it. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Have a great weekend. And thanks for watching. Hit the like button on the way out and fly the W. We're all silly like the mayor. 